cage. Lock yourself in. Sometimes here in the cage, sweet ears, time stops. The gaps between snippets of real world information drag for hours. At other times, during the 15 minutes on the interwebs each week, information floods upon us and it is real and unreal all at once and as crazy as my fellow inmates. Then I wonder if I might be locked into Lizard headquarters and that we might possibly control your future with the weird squiggles that we write on our walls. Musk buys Twitter and starts promoting breeding programs for rich white men. Hmm. China starts relaxing COVID rules, which causes a shortage in the supply of vehicle exhaust systems and gangs of thieves start cutting the mufflers out of recent model cars in public car parks. And there is a three week waiting period on getting your stolen muffler replaced at about $5,000 a pop. Hmm, that makes sense. To hang on to reality and sanity, I have begun to mentally sort through the reasons that people go crazy. Paranoia is a big one and it's driven by fear. People behave badly for all sorts of reasons, but many revolting twits want to be nice. They are just afraid. Sometimes they've been afraid for so long they have become bitter and twisted and forgotten that there is such a thing as friendship and joy. And their toxic behaviour, sweeties, infests the people around them. The fear and paranoid spread. Take my jailer, Brutus the Screw. He's a right royal rotter who deserves to be called names that would endanger my G rating if I were to share them with you. And despite that, despite all that rottenness, he is almost human. When he is unpacking a new locomotive for his model train set, for example, or viewing a brand new HO scale Italian station master with pots of geraniums for his main platform, you see the inner child, entranced as if by a small bird, the gentle wonder with which he handles the pieces of his private fantasy is a far removed from the rough way he knocks us about with his modified non-regulation baton. The child becomes a monster as he dons the suit of terror and adopts the mannerisms that go with it. Fear. Who wouldn't be afraid in here? I mean, it's hardly kindergarten, is it? But fear spreads. El Brutus locks his train set in his basement. He locks his house. He locks the gate. He is afraid that some of us are going to find him and destroy his monument to the twee English countryside, all set to HO scale. Afraid that we might throw it on the floor and crush it underfoot as we have been crushed by the great weight of middle class progress that has left so many of us behind. He might be right. Only the paranoid survive and so Fear spreads. Saturday morning in Brutusville, the piano teacher pulls up and dials a mobile number. 
an adult appears at a window with a remote control and waves. The gates slide open and the piano teacher glides in. There must be no interaction, no interaction whatsoever with the street. In some places, this is considered normal. But not in my life, not outside. Before I came in here, I used to live in a suburb where the fences were low and see-through. You could see seven backyards from my back door. Well, at least you could until someone three houses away called in the fencing men. I recorded it this way. Two men with hammers took away my childhood views today. We chattered as they fenced me in. Yarns of tennis across low fences, shared barbecues, pet escapades, joy and pain, shared memories of childhood, the suburb where I live. It's all going, mate, the young one laughed, disappearing behind a ton of colour bond and palings. The jokes were short, the view went fast, their friendly faces and high-vis vests went too, behind the rapidly advancing wall. Morning jokes, lunchtime farewells, and then the sound of hammers on the other side, drifting across the unseen afternoon behind the fence. My isolation real now, permanent. My work is different. I knock on a hundred doors each weekend, encouraging people to open up and share the details of their life so banks, car manufacturers and insurance agents can better stuff their wares through the crack that I open on their behalf. My friendly face and pleasant voice wedging open doors closed against the very depredations I'd visit on them. My knuckles know Statistics show it is written across my door-knocking heart. High fences breed fearful people. We fear what we do not know. We do not know what we cannot see. We are in the dark about the family who rest their head two metres from where I rest mine, where you rest yours. Two men with hammers took away the views of my childhood today. Two men with hammers, a ton of colour bond and palings took that away. They have their job, I have mine. There's more about that little incident in tip 97 of Your Life, Your Planet. It's on my website, so why don't you go over there and play? Speaking of El Brutus, he's on his way, so I'll pack up, then I'll stir him up with stories about superglue and the great train set disaster that broke my uncle's heart. But that yarn involves a silver medal, Oliver Cromwell, and an exceptional number of Irish Catholics. So that yarn will have to keep. Until next week, sweet ears, so will you.